Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's time for Chattanooga Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hello and welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Chattanooga Business Radio. I am your host today, Ryan Redhawk McPherson, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be broadcasting from the beautiful Hamilton County Business Development Center here on the north shore of downtown Chattanooga. We have a very interesting and thought-provoking guest lineup in studio with us today for this episode. But first, I want to remind our listeners to make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Business Radio X. Today, we're using the hashtag Chattanooga Business Radio. You can also go to chattanooga.businessradiox.com for this information and more from our interviews here at Chattanooga. All right, let's introduce first to my radio left, um, Mary Cedric. She is Director of Women's Business Development Center. How are you doing, Mary? I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. Thank you for taking time out to join us. And also Brightbridge, Inc. Are you guys, is it the same organization or two in one? Yeah, Brightbridge is our host organization, and we're an SBA Women's Business Center at, underneath Brightbridge. All right. We look forward to hearing more about that. And also, let me introduce Mel Tryon. He's past district governor of Lions Club International. How are you doing, Mel? Just great, Mike. Glad to be here, Ryan. Excellent. Yeah, and you were at Signal Mountain Lions Club. I'm is that member right? Of the Signal Mountain Lions Club. That's right. And that services the Chattanooga community. Yes, the primarily local community, Signal Mountain. But there's Lions clubs all over the Chattanooga community, serving uh, members of the Chattanooga community in Hamilton County. Excellent. Well, we look forward to hearing more about that. So please stick with us as we turn our attention back to Mary for a few moments here. So director of the Women's Business Center, you're located here in Chattanooga? Yes, we're in Ch- um, 535 Chestnut Street in downtown Chattanooga. Uh, How long has the organization been around? Uh, we've been in existence since 2001, and it's formerly been known as Southeast Women's Business Center, but about four years ago, it changed to Brightbridge Women's Business Center. And does it only help women in business? No, it targets women, but it is not limited to. Excellent. And so what type of services are you offering uh, some of these business businesses out there? Okay, it's we can have one-on-one counseling, and there's training. Uh, the one-on-one counseling can be from any gamut of business. Business plans, pricing your product, marketing, you know, actually execution, if there's a loan that you might need, to helping with loan application, uh, just about anything in business. So it's not industry-specific? That's correct, yes. So anything from uh, you know, counseling on to how to grow your business That's or correct. to how to streamline your operations, you mm-hmm. can provide that. Right, right. Uh, new startups as well as growth potential for businesses. And if you needed some of that counseling, do you have to be an existing member of the business center? No. Yeah, it, it's open and it's free. Part of our funding comes from SBA, the Small Business Administration. So as a result of that, that's a grant we get to offer counseling to anyone in the community. Well, if it's free, I'm surprised not more people are not taking advantage of it. Yeah, it, it's a good deal. Yeah, so I guess part of your challenge though, is getting the, the word out there about your mission. That's correct, and, and uh, to, to, you're right. Mm-hmm. Right on, right there. Mm-hmm. Right, so any industry, startup, or existing business looking to get some uh, insightful information from the Women's Business Center, all free of charge. Is this a one-time kind of sit down for an hour and talk about it, or would it be a series of meetings? There's a couple of different kinds of customers we have. We have the one that might come in just for one session, try to figure out what they want to do, and then you can also have the one that comes in for long-term counseling. So they haven't started the business yet, they want to do a business plan, so you mentor them through that process, and then as time goes on, oh, now I'm ready to do the loan, and my credit score is where it needs to be, so here we go with this part. So some have been with us for years, and others of them, you know, realize maybe that's not what they want to do at this point in life, and they come back two years later and say, now I'm ready. 
So. Can you give us uh, an example of some past or recent successes that you uh, would like to share? Uh, let me see here. Okay. Uh, I think this is roughly three years ago. Uh, one person had been a sole proprietor with her business and then met up with a friend and realized, you know what, we can do this together. So let's do an LLC. Let's start this business. Oh, we need a little capital for the business. So it's apply for a loan. And here they are three years later, and they're what they call at that next level, making doing very well, and now they're going to grow their business even more. So that type of customer. So all, all because they reached out to you and began a series of uh, engagements with you to help them take their business to the next level. Well, I'm, a, I'm not going to take the credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> the, a lot of it has to do with all what they do. You yeah. know? But we can be a, an aid in that process because it's, it's the business owner, and that's what we continually tell them in their counseling sessions. It's your decisions, but we're here to assist. But all the decisions on your, are on you. Now, what if I'm a young entrepreneur, but I have yet take my business to market? Can you help me kind of put that in perspective and, and take my business to the masses? Right. But at the center, we have various skill sets with the counselors. So yes, to answer that question, we'll do what we can. If we don't have the right skill sets, we'll uh, refer you to someone who can help you with that. And I bet you're very plugged into the Chattanooga business community out there. Um, who are some of the people you, you do business with or like to refer other businesses to? Well, here at the Tennessee Small Business Development Center, upstairs on the second floor here, of course, with Catherine here with the Bus Business Development Center, the Chattanooga Women's Leadership Institute. We, Amongst the three or four of us, we do a, an event called Women Entrepreneurs. So it, that was in August. We do it once a year. That's a couple hundred people this past year that mm -hmm. we attended. So it's it's everyone looking out for the best interests of Chattanooga, community and economic development to better the community, not to maybe better my organization or maybe not theirs, but to better Chattanooga. Right. And uh, any other events that you guys do throughout the year that our listeners could be aware of? Okay. We're going through one right now. It's called Innovate Her. It's sponsored by the SBA. It's our second year of doing this. And what they've, they have a couple criteria here. Uh, SBA is looking for entrepreneurs to create a product or service that meets the following three criteria. Has a measurable impact on the lives of women and families, has a potential for com commercialization, and three, fills a need in the marketplace. Um, SBA is doing this uh, around the country. I think well, there's roughly 200 centers d doing this kind of competition. And then in December, we're going to each of us forward our winners to them, and then they pick 10 which will then go back to D.C. or go to D.C. in March. And I think the prize pot is roughly 70000 40 for first place, you know. So that's ongoing right that's, now. That is right. Anyone in the Chattanooga area that's already part of this, or can people still sign up? They can still sign up. The registration's open until November 30th, so they just have to email me, uh, mcedric at brightbridgeinc.org, or call our office. Uh, my uh, Mine is 423-648-9253 and they can get the information they need to uh, sign up for a local competition. And we're speaking with Mary Cedric. She's director of Women's Business Center here in Chattanooga, also Bright Bridge, Inc. Uh, what are some other uh, resources that people can kind of lean on you and your organization for other than the counseling or anything else? Okay, we're starting some, we're doing some training here uh, as, as this community is very rich in. Uh, in fact, tomorrow night, one of our trainings is, and I believe it's a Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and we're going to be here from 5.30 to 8.30, but we have a full class. It's called, um, um, let me see, mm. Train Thought has just left. Okay. We we're coming back to it, though. Vision boarding, uh, intentional success. So we're going to grab, get together and uh, figure out where we want to go. So some, a lot of times people don't, they know they want to have success, but 
they need a roadmap to get there. So that's what this class is going to be about. That's fantastic. So we encourage our listeners out there to sign up for that event. You can go to the website, brightbridgewbc.org. Yes. For more information and also calendar of events. Uh, What are some other things on the horizon for 2016 uh, for the Women's Business Center? Uh, We're going to do the Women Entrepreneur event again in August, uh, but monthly trainings on things like business, ready, set, own, that lets the audience figure out what it takes to be a business owner. Pricing it right is another class where you try to figure out what you're going to price your product at to make sure you make money in the process. Building your business plan, then a one on marketing. Everyone is not your customer, so figuring out who your target market is and going after it. So a lot of it on just training and getting yourself ready to be in the marketplace. And, and listeners, it's free. So if you don't go to this, you're only selling yourself short and free with a capital F, I should say. Um, I can't believe that, uh, you know, people don't know about this. So how do you get the word out to business owners or entrepreneurs that uh, these services are available to them? Well, it's a website right now. We're just being referrals, developing relationships with others in the community so they can refer to us. Yeah, I think that would be a positive way to get new businesses mm-hmm. through the referrals. Um, you know, people who have gone through your program, saw, seen success, and then ready to lean on their fellow businessman or woman to uh, call you up and, and get some of those same services. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so word of mouth. And if there's anything we can do here at Business Radio X and Chattanooga Business Radio to help you get the word out, please let us know. We'd be happy to do so. Um, so let's get your insightful thoughts on Chattanooga, the business community here, and how you may have seen it evolve through the years. Okay. Uh, my husband and I moved here in 1990, so 25 years ago. This community has changed a lot. It's been a real positive thing uh, for us, and uh, it, it's just enlightening to see the community work together and to see business work, small businesses work with other small businesses to help each other grow. So that's, it's, it's a good thing to see. Right. Chattanooga is that small town that every big city wishes they were. <laughs> um, so everywhere I go, I tell people I'm doing business now in Chattanooga, and they say, really? Tell me about the internet, you know, or tell me about the people. City, yeah. yeah. And I right. just say, man, everyone's so nice. And we see it time and time again here in the studio. People know each other. And even though they may be in different business arenas, they come into the Business Radio X studios, and they say, hey, I just saw you at, at the soccer game last week, or I uh, saw you walking across the bridge, or what have you. So just everyone's networked here and connected and and supporting one another in the growth of this city. Would you agree? Yes, very much so. All right. So um, so we encourage our listeners to go to the website, chattanooga.businessradiox.com, to get more in-depth about any business subject, really, that we're covering here in uh, Chattanooga on Business Radio X. So um, if uh, you're not out there working at the Women's Business Center and directing the Bright Bridge, Inc., uh, what do you like to do in your off time here in Chattanooga? Off time? Uh, I'm a... My daughters both moved away from here, but they come back to vacation. So we're vacationing. It's, it's more fun things, the ball games or just walking so around. So you're a tourist in your yeah. own town. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to kind of explore and get to know more people. And there is a revitalization going on here in the a lot downtown area. small business area. to go very frequent. That's right. Yes, yes. And if uh, any of those small businesses need help and uh, get fundamentals of business or getting some coaching on how to take their business to the next level, you can provide all that. Director of Women's Business Center, Brightbridge Inc. And you don't have to be a woman to be part of the organization. That's correct. So, um, but you, you do mainly help women. Yeah. In fact, last year, our training, about 90% of our participants were women and our counseling, roughly 74%. But still... It's not limited to. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a male and you're in business and you want to support women and their entrepreneurial dreams, this is a great resource for you to take advantage of and um, connect with other like-minded individuals. Absolutely. Very good. So uh, please, Mary, tell our listeners how they can find out more information about you and your services. Our website is Brightbridge 
B-R-I-G-H-T-B-R-I-D-G-E-W-B-C.org. And um, my uh, office line number is area code 423-648-9253. And again, my name is Mary Cedric. All right. Thank you, Mary. And also you can connect with them on Facebook, facebook.com slash brightbridge. WBC, uh, and Mary's on LinkedIn, too, if you want to reach out to her more directly. She has a wealth of knowledge um, in problem solving and has an engineering background, and she's a results-oriented, customer-caring uh, type of person, as I can tell from just meeting with you here for a short few moments on Chattanooga Business Radio. Well, thank you. Very much my pleasure. So please uh, reach out to Mary if you have any questions about that or would like to get involved with that. So thank you so much, Mary, for taking time out to join us. We look forward to hearing more great things from you in the future. All right, listeners, remember to save the date for the Grateful Gobbler Walk happening this Thanksgiving Day, 8 a.m. down at Cool Ridge Park to support the McClellan Shelter for Families. For more information on that, go to gratefulgobblerwalk.org, get involved, volunteer, sponsorship, or get out there and just enjoy the great weather here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right, now it's my distinct pleasure to introduce our headliner here today. His name is Mel Tryon, and he's the past district governor of Alliance Club International. All right, Mel, how are you, sir? I am great, Ryan. Very happy to be here with you today. Good deal. So let's start from the beginning. What is Lions Club and Lions Club International? Great question. We um, Lions are simply uh, people, men and women, your friends, neighbors, uh, co-workers, members of your community who are interested in getting together to help other people in their community that, that have needs, servicing those needs, helping in any ways that they can. And uh, Lions Club is an independent organization that uh, meets to assist the community. Lions Club International, or more formally, the International Association of Lions Clubs, is uh, provides the information, communication, and support to Lions Clubs. But the li- individual Lions Clubs in their local community are totally independent. They operate under a charter with the from Lions Club International, but they decide what they want to do, what kind of activities, how they want to help their community. The Lions were founded in 1917 by a businessman by the name of Melvin Jones in Chicago. He was an insurance agent, and he felt that local businesses should reach out to the community to support the people that need help within their communities, and that's how Lions Club got started. In 1924, a woman by the name of Helen Keller um, a name most people know. Yeah, very famous. Spoke at the Lions Convention and asked the Lions if they would become her Knights for the Blind in the Crusade Against Darkness. And since that time, Lions have been associated with site con- conservation and site preservation activities. We do that and much more and uh, have been doing it for, well, what will be 100 years next year. That's fantastic. And so what inspired you to become a member of the Lions Club um, back when you decided to join? Great. That's a good question. A lot of people join the Lions Club to get involved in a network, begin a net- networking opportunity, um, great business uh, opportunity. A lot of people join organizations to network, to meet people that they haven't met before. And that's a common reason that people join the Lions mm-hmm. Club. What they find out is that it's much, much more than a business networking opportunity. It's an opportunity to help people in their community that have real needs and, and uh, an opportunity to touch lives that you would normally be able to do. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm a lion, though, is 
and will always be a lion is because it gives me an opportunity to associate with some of the finest people on the planet. And those are people that are willing to give their time and their money to support other people that have needs. And, and that's a good reason to be alive. Absolutely. I can't think of no better reason than to get out there and to help the needy on many different levels, but also to connect with like-minded individuals in the business community who are, you know, still operating and owning their businesses, but are looking to, you know, expand into other areas. And like you said, helping the needy. Uh, Mel founded Signal Mountain Insurance Agency in 1992. He owned and operated the business until his retirement and sailed the business in 2014. And prior to starting the business, he worked for Maristar Insurance Company here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So you've been in Chattanooga quite a while. Yes, we moved here in, in 1989 to take that position, which was called Provident General at the time. It was a sub subsidiary of Provident, now called Unum, of course. Mm -hmm. And so you've seen Chattanooga change through the years, but something's kept you here all this time. What are your thoughts there? And how. It's a, this, is a, this is a great community, wonderful place to, uh, to, to raise a family. We, um, uh, two years after arriving here and accepting the position, and I had worked for a Travelers Insurance Company for 15 years prior to, to coming to Chattanooga and accepting the position here. I worked for Travelers in Buffalo, New York, Manchester, New Hampshire, Worcester, Massachusetts, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Hartford, Connecticut, and uh, came to Chattanooga, accepted this position with Provident General, and two years later, they sold the company to Geico, and Geico said, have a nice life. <laughs> and we loved it here, and we didn't want to leave here. And, and that um, was the, how we ended up starting Sigma Mountain Insurance Agency. Oh, very um, interesting. That's quite a backstory and certainly full of rich history there. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about Lions a little more, let, the Lions Club. What, what type of... Let the, me, let, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sir. That's great. That's fine. Uh, here, let me tell you what Lions do and why it might be of interest to people. In general, uh, Lions activities fall into two broad categories. One is a fundraising activity. We do raise funds for uh, charities to help uh, communities and, and people in needs. And the fundraising activities um, include the site services here in the Chattanooga area that pays for uh, cataract surgeries for people that don't have insurance and don't have the funds to be able to afford that kind of operation. And so we restore sight to those people. We also financially contribute to Tennessee School for the Blind in Nashville, Tennessee School for the Deaf in Knoxville, um, which is now called Learning Ally. It used to be called Recording for the Blind and Dyslectic in Oak Ridge. And uh, they do recordings primarily for students, textbooks for children with learning disabilities so they don't fall behind in school because they have difficult seeing, reading text. And also uh, World Services for the Blind in Little Rock, Arkansas, they teach people uh, some job skills, small engine repair and keyboarding so they can be productive member of society. So we raise money to, do, to support financially those organizations and also local organizations within our communities like uh, Sigma Mountain Social Services, for example, my club contributes to Sigma Mountain Social Services, and they pay, uh, they uh, provide gift baskets to people at Christmas time, people uh, in need, and, and the money that we give them, they used to buy a Christmas ham, so we pay for a lot of people's ham at their Christmas dinner. That's one of the activities that our mm -hmm. contribution. And that fundraising that Lions do, and this is important and what makes 
Lions a little different. You know, there's a lot of organizations that ask for money from you. Uh, great organizations, Red Cross and Salvation Army and American Cancer Society. But Lions are all volunteers. So 100% of the money that you give to the Lions Club, either as a direct donation or by participating in a barbecue, buying a barbecue meal that the Lions prepare, 100% of that money goes to help people in the community. We are all volunteers, and we actually, uh, our administrative expenses are paid. We do have small dues, so we pay to be volunteers as well. <laughs> you know, recently, uh, Planned Parenthood, for example, has been in the news lately. Been and, in the headlines, and yes, the CEO uh, is, is paid $500,000 a year. Well, that's, uh, we have an international president, Dr. Yamada from Japan, uh, who's paid nothing. He is a volunteer. He spends every day working on Lions activity. Our next year's president is a fellow by the name of Bob Corlew from Murfreesboro. He'll be the international president of the Lions Club. He's a retired judge, Chancellor Corlew, and he'll spend, and he's spending already every day, almost every day of his life, doing Lions activity with no pay. Mm -hmm. We are volunteers. So that's important. People keep that in mind. You see Lions out there asking for money or doing a barbecue or other activity, make a contribution and know that 100%, every penny that you donate is going to help somebody in need. So that's the financial side or the fundraising side of Lions. But the biggest part is the service side. We don't just collect money, we roll up our sleeves and do the work. And we help people in needs in the community. One of the things that many clubs do is uh, what we call kid site screening. We screen visually using optical equipment, children, preschoolers between the ages of two and six, primarily at daycares, but also at libraries, different community areas, to identify uh, eye problems before they become serious. Amblyopia, for example, lazy eye, those type of things. We partner with Vanderbilt Medical Center. We collect the data, we send it to Vanderbilt, and they evaluate it and they contact the children's parents or the school to let them know if, if the child, if they've identified some issue. About 5% of the kids that we screen do, they do identify something that needs to be follow up, followed up with. And uh, uh, this program, Kids Site Screening, began in Tennessee over 25 years ago. The Lions have screened 500,000 children in Tennessee mm. to prevent blindness for those children. That's just one of the service activities that we do. We also collect eyeglasses for recycling. The glasses aren't recycled in the U.S. They're, they are primarily to lesser developed countries where people don't have glasses. You can imagine, I'm sitting here wearing glasses, you can imagine <laughs> as you begin to lose your sight to not have any adjustment available because third world countries a lot don't simply have glasses. So mm. we recycle glasses for, for that purpose. So that's just some idea of different clubs. Every club is independent and decides what they want to do for service activities. I yeah. mentioned to you before we went on the air, Ryan, that that's the Signal Mountain Lions Club does Christmas caroling. Yes. We're going to go on the 21st of December in the Signal Mountain community, the shut-ins, to make their day. And the interesting thing about doing that is almost always those shut-ins, those people are in tears. They're just so happy to have someone come to their home and spend a few minutes with them 
and share a little joy. And that's that's one of the things that's fantastic that we, that we do. Yeah, yeah. no. And then let's talk about members today. Is the membership on the rise? Are you guys looking for new members? Uh, good, good, good question. Th- thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. The Lions is actually the world's largest service organization. 1.4 million members in 208 countries and geographical areas around the world. But the foundation is the local Lions Club. And there's 10 clubs in Hamilton County alone. There's a downtown club. There's a club at Lookout Valley, Red Bank, uh, Hickson, Dalewood Lakeside, and Saudi Daisy. And for those clubs that I just left out, I apologize because yeah. I can't think of those right offhand. But there are 10. Right. Signal Mountain is one of those. And an immediate uh, outside Hamilton County, South Pittsburgh has a club, Jasper, Dunlap, and um, Dunlap, and uh, uh, I mentioned uh, the baskets that that we that Sigma Mountain Lions Club contribute. Jasper and uh, and the club at Lookout Valley do their own Christmas baskets that they give to needy families in their communities and include food and uh, toys item. That's mm-hmm. one of their service activities of those clubs. The uh, South Pittsburgh Lions Club uh, has a number of retired school teachers, and they go into the schools and read to children or help children learn to read. So every club does whatever they uh, service activity that they're interested in doing, and there's just some examples. Mm -hmm. We are always looking for people to join us, and that's people who are interested in giving back. They want to help those people in need, and that's that's why you would become a lion. We we have a little, for our club, we have a little short uh, PowerPoint presentation where we try to show people the things that we do, and uh, our, um, uh, a member of our club, John Moon, uh, developed this PowerPoint presentation, and he has a couple slides that are particularly interesting. One begins showing a fellow sleeping in a ha- hammock, and it says, if you want to be uh, happy for an hour, take a nap. And then they show a, a fellow fishing, and they say, if you want to uh, be happy for a day, go fishing. And then they show uh, a service activity, and they say, if you want to be ha- have a happy life, help others. So that's what Alliance Club's all about. That's great. And if people want to get uh, involved today, uh, how would they do so? They can contact me. There's a, a couple different websites if they'd like to get some additional information. www.lions with an S, clubs with an S, dot org is the um, Lions International website. And there's a, a ton of information there at that website that they can take a look at to learn more about Lions Club. Lions have a a quarterly news network where you can see what different Lions Clubs are doing all over the world to help people in need. A lot of Lions Clubs uh, work with the Special Olympics and special need children. That's that's an activity that's that's done in a number of Lions Clubs. Another um, website is is the TennesseeLions.com. TennesseeLions.com is our local district website, and uh, at that site you can look at a video and learn a, a lot more about the kids' site screening program that I mentioned earlier where we're sk- uh, screening preschoolers. So that's another website. And um, last but not least, you can call me if you're interested in joining a club and you want to find out where's a club near you. Call me. My uh, cell phone number is 667-2937. My name, again, is Mel Tryon. And I'd be happy to talk to you about the Lions Club. 
All right. Thank you so much, Mel, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to share with our listeners about Lions Club and Lions Club International and the, and the Signal Mountain chapter, as well as the 10 other chapters here in the Chattanooga area. Um, and so uh, what are some of the challenges you're facing today? Is it new members? Is it new outreach programs? Talk to us about that, please. Well, there are. That's a good question. There Just are, full on today, aren't I? <laughs> there are plenty of needs in the community. There's there's no question about it. So there, so we are always looking for uh, more people interested in helping others. We are on the verge. I've, I've met just a few times and uh, on a, a brand new project that we're we're going to begin uh, working on next year with the uh, low vision needs, you know, the, not just the blind, and there are plenty of blind people that need assistance, but there's plenty, particularly elderly people, that have uh, are losing their vision, have low vision, where the medical community can no longer help them because of vision loss. Just an example, I went to the doctor last week, and, you know, when you go to the doctor's office, they always give you a stack of forms here, you know, fill these out or look these over, are these correct? And a fellow came in, and they gave him the forms. He sat next to me, and he brought out this huge magnifying glass because he simply can't read the forms. So one of the things that the, we're going to be involved in is helping people with vision needs, completing those forms. Um, so, um, And we, when we can do that via the telephone in a computer-operated um, system where we ask the question, and the people can respond, and we can complete the forms for them. Mm-hmm. We also will be taking people to uh, see uh, their medical care providers. and We're partnering with the signal centers here in Chattanooga and um, uh, Siskin Hospital and some other medical providers in this process. And we're gonna, it's a process we're going to begin next year, and, um, and we'll need some help from the people interested in helping others. To uh, This is a very big project that we're taking on. In addition to all the things we're already doing, we're not going to stop what we're doing. This is an additional thing that we want to take on because there's a lot of need out there. Yes, sir. And if we can help you here on Chattanooga Business Radio, further your mission or get the word out to more people, please let us know. We'd be happy to do so because you're doing such great work out there. It makes you feel good. You know, your community is in need of some of these services, and you're filling that void that's out there. So, uh, yes, sir, please let us know if we can help. And and before we get out, any last-minute thoughts you have on on Chattanooga, the business community here, uh, the the civic organizations like you're a part of, and and just a, a big picture Sure, sure, Ryan. I'd, my, I'd like to uh, reach out and mention uh, part of the reason that people join Alliance Club is networking. It's an opportunity to expand your business and, and take, keep that in mind. A lot of people think of the Chamber of Commerce, and that's great, but also an organization like Alliance Club can help you expand your business. And, and, um, and as I said before, when people become involved in Alliance Club, they, they get a lot more in return for their involvement. They, they, the networking portion does work, but they find that the, the joy of helping others that, that have real needs, and that's what we do. Yeah, and, and uh, what about uh, some of these younger millennials out there? Are they interested in joining the Lions Club? Uh, that's a good point, and um, they're um, often, um, those people are in the process of raising children and trying to get their business to work, and it's a tough challenge that we do have, young people as well as 
as old people, mm. retired people such as myself, probably make up the majority of the group. Right, but, we, but there is room for the youngins, a- too. Absolutely. Yes, sir, because we see them a lot here in the studio where they just started a company, they're 25 years old, and they've got you know the world ahead of them, um, but it's never you know uh, too soon to start giving back, absolutely. and the Lions Club is a great way to give back. Absolutely. One of the things the Lions does that are very helpful to them is that there, there are all kinds of needs out there, and and uh, and how do you plug into that? One way to plug into that is let the Lions do it for you. So we organize the project, and you just have to be willing to give some of your time in a project that we've got set up and, and we're ready and looking for your helping hand. So you don't have to go out and look and try to find how you can help. Contact the Lions Club right. and, and they'll put you to work. Yeah, just move right in. And uh, how many members in a local chapter, a local club? That's a good question. It, uh, it varies by a typical uh, club has twenty to twenty-five members. There are some uh, there are some bigger clubs. The, the Sigma Mountain Lions Club happens to be ninety-three members. Uh, That's a lot. There's a club in Fairfield Glade that has over a hundred. But a typical club has twenty to twenty-five, and and those are the people that decide. Members of that club what they're going to do, how they're going to support the community, uh, what they want to do to help others. Yeah, so it's a good opportunity to get involved with your community and people outside of your personal network uh, where you can start making, meeting new people and giving back to your community in a very meaningful way. So again, Mel, remind our listeners how they can find out more information about your chapter or the organization as a whole. Great. They can call me directly. Again, my number is 423 667 that's my cell phone. I'd be happy to hear from them and answer any questions. Um, I mentioned, uh, or, or maybe I failed to mention, that every Wednesday we have lions at Erlanger Hospital screening people who need eyeglasses, who, who don't have insurance coverage and don't have the money to even pay for eyeglasses. And so we do some financial screening, and so we pay for their glasses because we're not going to pay for glasses that could buy them themselves, but they just want to get somebody else to pay for them. These are people that have real financial needs, and uh, and we meet every Wednesday to do that, and we're always looking for people that, if they'd like to assist in that screening process at Erlanger, we meet the second Wednesday of every month there, and the, uh, and the Hamilton County Site Service meets the third Thursday of every month to collect glasses and decide uh, about uh, furnishing glasses to others. So, so there's so many pieces to Lions Club. There's something for everyone that's interested in helping people. So give me a call or look at those uh, websites that I mentioned, TennesseeLions.com or LionsClubs.org, the international website. Learn more about Lions and give me a call. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. Yes, sir. So if you want to get connected and you want to give back and you want to inspire and motivate others, the Lions Club is a great way to do that, particularly the Tennessee chapters, because a guy like Mel is out there uh, influencing them all. So thank you so much, sir, for taking time out today. And we look forward to hearing more great things from you and your organization in 2016. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me. All right. My pleasure. And also want to take a quick moment to tell our listeners about the Chattanooga Chamber of Commerce. It's been around since 1887, and it's a great way for you to connect as well with other businesses, networks, plugs you right into the community here in Chattanooga, representing over 86,000 business people in the Chattanooga area. It's the leading business association in the region. For more information on that, go to chattanoogachamber.com.
All right, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today, and thank you to our sponsors for making all this happen. If you would like to get the word out about your mission in life and how you are changing the world, please reach out to us directly at the contact page at businessradiox.com. Thank you to Stone Payton and Lee Cantor, and on behalf of the entire Business Radio X Network, I am Ryan Redhawk McPherson. We will see you on the radio.